tears. Watery fluid, usually spherical or globe-like, that is continually secreted by the lacrimal glands between the surface of the eye and the eyelid. Have you ever pondered a teardrop? Have you ever asked yourself questions like, why do humans cry? Can our tears bring us closer together? Are tears a more universal human experience than difference? Tears lubricate the eyes, protect from infections, nourish our eyes, and warn about irritants. Tears, in the fascinating book, Why Humans Like to Cry, Tragedy, Evolution in the Brain, Michael Trimble argues that we shed tears because of pain and beauty, or wounds and wonders. He writes, humans cry for many reasons, but crying for emotional reasons and crying in response to ascetic experiences are unique to us. When I read this fascinating quote and this book, I was amazed by what he's saying here. We cry because we suffer. Tears begin to well up and fall down our cheeks because we love. We cry because we delight. Tears begin to well up when we experience beauty through music, movies, and poetry. It's our ability to cry, to feel pain and joy, to feel the pain and joy within us and also the pain and joy of others that makes us human. The anguished tear is the mystery hidden in human bodies. In that small globe-like or spherical drop is hidden the mystery of all of our humanity. When you pull up at a stop sign and see that man to your right, or maybe it's the woman to your left, crying, doesn't it hurt? Doesn't it do something inside of you? It's our ability to cry and to feel the pain and joy of others that makes us human. And so have you ever thought about tears in God? It shouldn't surprise us that there's two critical points in the Bible, one towards the beginning in the book of Exodus, where the Israelites are in slavery to the Egyptians, and then their tears fall, and they begin to cry out to God. And God is sort of characterized as one who hears their cries and then acts to deliver them. God is characterized as the one who literally was moved by those teardrops that fell to the earth. And then again in the New Testament, when Jesus first looks out at Jerusalem, Jerusalem, this holy city, this city filled with all the hopes of the world, this city that was supposed to be this great beacon of light, this great blessing to all. And when he sees all that they are not and all that they could be, this tears of delight and this tears of tragedy, Jesus cries. It's incredible, isn't it? This power of tears that we cry because we suffer and we cry because we see beauty and it's our tears that literally connect us as one common humanity. I wrote this poem, Anguish Tears so that we could recognize the universality of our tears, the anguish and awe that we all carry in our bodies, and the hope 
that in recognizing this commonality will make us one body. If the world could be reimagined as this giant wheel with spheres, every time you cry or feel the pain of someone else's, you come closer to your brothers and sisters, to your common humanity. You come closer to God. It's okay to cry when the sun sleeps. Don't be afraid. Go ahead, weep. In the valley, it's good to share your grief. Let it out through the crosses of today, the forest of disbelief and the despair of the grave. The first light is on its way. The teardrops of the earth, yours and mine, will become a lifeboat. The practice of vulnerability makes the oceans of anguish and longing easier to sail. 